okay so welcome to the webinar guys and today uh, we'll be starting with some new topics right and the agenda for today is cyber etiquettes right so what etiquettes you should follow then uh, we'll be talking about the cyber bullying and how to report cyber bullying then about fraud and scam what frauds and what scams are going on then how to stay safe from frauds and scams and reporting scams and frauds in india and us so how you can report them right so let's start with that uh, very quickly now when we are talking about cyber etiquettes what do you understand by cyber etiquettes okay so when we are talking about cyber etiquette right cyber etiquette it is also known as netiquette it is what it is a combination of internet and etiquette right and these are the set of guidelines and rules that govern respectful and appropriate behavior when you are engaging with online activities right and you are engaging with others online right so there are certain norms and practices to maintain a positive constructive digital environment right so there are different aspects of online communication emails instant messaging social media interactions forum discussions online gaming right so the purpose of cyber etiquette is what to promote respectful and considerate behavior in the digi digital realm right so you have to make sure that online interactions are productive they are inclusive so it helps you prevent the misunderstandings the conflicts and the offensive behavior right when you are fostering a sense of community and collaboration yep so what are first we have to be respectful right so you should treat others online with the same respect as you would in person right use appropriate language so avoid offensive or inappropriate language when you are uh, communicating online and think before you post consider the impact of your words before sharing them nowadays uh, we see that there are lots of things uh, online that are uh, like influencing kids and the youngsters right a lot so many of the things people are uh, sharing and those things are just influencing the teenagers a lot right so you should think before uh, the post because it can affect the society the community right then avoid cyberbullying right so the harassing or saying something bad to others online right that's not what you should do right uh, use proper grammar and spelling uh, make sure your messages are clear and easy to understand and don't spam right so avoid sending repeated content on the internet right then respect the privacy 
so do not share or distribute someone's personal information without their consent right and when you are sharing co uh, content uh, credit the original source or the author let's say you found some uh, some information let's say whenever we find out some a great article or on some uh, technology so we when we like it we post it right so when we are posting it we should give credit to the original source to the author right then be cautious with humor right humor can be of different types but be cautious with that the tone and the intent it can be difficult to convey online right so the sarcasm that we use the jokes that we crack so it should not affect any community or any person at all right then you should use proper emojis or emoticons right so we use a lot right the emojis it enhances the communication right it tells uh, that what you are feeling right so use them properly and be patient also right so it allows others time to respond uh and then avoid pressuring them for immediate replies you can say anyone to just reply quickly right because if someone is busy how they will right then avoid excessive use of caps lock right so i don't know if you have uh, known this if you write something in caps in all in uppercase everything in uppercase it's considered as shouting or rude correct so avoid excessive use of caps lock right then be mindful of time zones so let's say you are uh, scheduling the meetings or you are sending time sensitive messages so at that time you should take care of other time zones let's say someone is uh like us is 11 or 12 hours behind us right behind india in time zone so at that time you cannot ping them in at, uh, in the morning early morning because it's night there right so it keeps on changing the time uh, keeps on updating like it's sometimes it's 11 hours sometimes 9 hours 9.5 hours so it keeps on changing and in different places different time zones in us are there so that's the one thing right then uh, you should use proper channels right so proper platforms for specific types of communication so if you have uh, let's say meeting right so you can do that meeting uh, not on whatsapp right but you can have a google meet or you can use zoom right for the meetings right then you should stay on the topic right so you should keep your discussions relevant to the conversation right avoid excessive self promotion so you should have a balance between sharing your accomplishment and contributing to the uh, discussion so what you have done that's good but 
what we are here for we are here for discussion right even if i'm talking about right now that i have done this i've done that so that won't be good right we are here for the discussion about the cyber awareness right so we'll be talking about cyber awareness so there should be a balance right then you have to maintain confidentiality do not share sensitive or confidential information without proper authorization right then you have to be constructive as well so provide helpful and constructive feedback rather than simply criticizing right you can just give a uh, give a feedback that this thing could be good that thing could be good so the other person will not feel bad and also the other person will work on it right then there is a huge uh, conflict for copyrights right that you have copied this and posted it from your own uh, channel or something yeah on youtube it's a lot right so do not share or use copyrighted material without permission right then there should be uh, cultural sensitivity so be aware of cult cultural differences avoid making assumptions or generalizations that will be offensive right uh, then stick to the platform rules so whatever platform you are using familiarize yourself with the rules and the guidelines of specific online platform and communities right then help others to understand all these things so be willing to assist others offer guidance share knowledge when uh, it is appropriate avoid oversharing right so whenever you are sharing information about yourself or others so make sure it is according to the given con context only not everything you should give right and be aware of your digital footprint right understand that the online actions can have a lasting consequences so there should be a positive online presence of yours right so these are the etiquettes that you should follow right now we have cyber bullying and how to find if you are being bullied online now what is cyber bullying how will you define cyber bullying great so cyber bullying is what it is a bullying that takes place over digital devices like cell phones computers tablets right so it can occur through sms text applications online and social media uh, posting or sharing negative or harmful content about someone else right and if even if you are sharing personal or private information about someone else and it causes embarrassment or humiliation right so that is also cyberbullying right and uh, some cyberbullying crosses the line into unlawful or criminal behavior as well 
right so the most common places where cyberbullying occurs social media like your facebook instagram snapchat right those kinds of uh, platforms then text messaging and messaging apps on mobile or tablet devices instant messaging direct messaging and online chatting over the internet then online forums chat rooms message boards like reddit you have right email right then online gaming communities as well right so like you have that uh, game pubg right so there you have random people random people they can talk with each other they can have uh, like create their teams and all so at that time you can communicate with each other so you don't you ha don't have to say something bad to uh, everyone right and you don't have to like you can you are there to play the game so play the game right right so with the prevalence of social media on digital forums comments photos pictures content shared by individual it can be viewed by strangers as well as the friends so the content you are you are sharing or any person shares online both their personal content as well as any negative or hurtful content it creates a kind of permanent public record of their views their activities and behavior so the public record it can be thought of as online reputation and it may be accessible to schools employers colleges clubs and others uh, anyone who may be researching an individual now or in the future right because uh, what happens like whenever you apply for a job right so background checks happen so in background checks all the things are checked that if you have done something bad uh, either as a like on online or you were there for some bad deeds anything it can be right so cyberbullying can harm your online reputation right so not just the person being bullied but those doing the bullying or participating in it right so it has like unique concerns right so it can be like persistent right it can be permanent and sometimes it is hard to notice right so persistent means digital devices they give you an ability to immediately and continuously communicate 24 hours a day right so it can be difficult for children experiencing cyberbullying to find a relief right because 24 hours you are online and someone is texting you someone is messaging you so that becomes the relief becomes difficult right then the permanent so most information which is communicated electronic electronically it is permanent and public so if it is not reported or removed 
then it can be a problem so negative online reputation uh, and including those who bully it can impact college admissions employment or other areas of life right then it is hard to notice because teachers and parents may not overhear or see cyberbullying taking place so it's very harder to recognize right so all the states uh, like outside india as well so they have law requiring schools to respond to bullying so cyberbullying it's it has become more prevalent with the use of technology so many states they now include cyberbullying or mention cyberbullying offenses under these laws so schools may take action either as required by the law right and uh, like back in the old days like there were uh, in the colleges whenever you go to college so there was ragging right ragging done so now ragging is also not done that's not cyber bullying but it is a kind of bullying right so schools they can take actions with local or school policies that allow them to discipline or take other action some states they also have provisions to address bullying if it affects the school performance right now when we are talking about bullying right so there are two sources of federally collected data on youth bullying right so in 2017 school crime supplement to the national crime victimization survey it indicates that among students 12 to 18 who reported being bullied at school during that year 15% were bullied online or by text right and in 2019 the youth risk behavior surveillance team indicates that an estimated 15.7% of high school students were electronic bullied and in the 12 months prior to the survey great so what we have for parents if you are a parent so you can uh, prevent the cyber bullying so you should be digi uh, digitally aware about it right uh, you should monitor your teens social media sites applications browsing history if you have any concern that cyber bullying may be occurring right review or reset your child's phone location and privacy settings follow or friend your teen on social media sites so that you have another trusted adult to do so right then stay up to date on latest apps social media platforms and digital slang that is used by the children and teens then you should know your child's usernames and passwords for email and social media right though nowadays children they don't want to uh, share their credentials with their parents but yeah it's necessary right then establish rules about appropriate digital behavior content and applications right then uh, it is also more important to be aware of common cyberbullying tactics 
so that you can recognize cyberbullying and help to prevent it like uh, some teachers they restrict socializing by turning off the chat function in virtual learning environments right so some students may use other digital communications like texting or social media to engage in conversations without the teacher's awareness right so what parents can do they can have their child sit with a wall behind them and then you use a generic photo as a background image to limit what the others see of your home via the webcam right some schools they may require all students to use the same neutral background image right uh, have your child mute their microphone when they are not speaking and sit in quiet place if possible right so others cannot hear activities in your home check in with your child while they are attending school virtually to see if they are using other devices or applications during the class limit the use of other devices and apps right then remember if student conducts any cyberbullying activity while the using a school laptop there may be a record of their cyberbullying activity as well right so there are digital monitoring apps and software for parents as well like uh, one from guardian is uh, uh, app was there right so you will be having parental controls right and when you have parental controls on your uh, on the device of your child then you can lock it anytime right you can unlock the device and then you can also check whom they are calling and who is messaging them if there is any cyberbullying going on with your child right so there are lots of social media apps and sites you should just take care of them there are risk of social media apps and sites right so social media has many benefits right it should be balanced with the risk it presents so risks to be aware of screening for harmful content on websites and apps varies widely right content posted can be incorrect harmful or hurtful apps and platforms can be used to share harmful or adult content as well apps and platforms they can include users of all ages and allow children to connect with adults so don't use those kinds of applications uh, applications that uh, can have no moderator for chats groups and for forums right so it they allow all types of content to be posted or shared right right then apps and platforms they can allow all types of content to be posted or shared those apps should not be used right and some apps that include location information it can be used to get personal information someone's age current location where someone lives right so don't use them right then you should not use the apps that allow real time user videos like live streaming right so it can be used to show bullying violence anything bad any harmful act right so apps that support telephone calls they do not show up on a call log so parents may not know who their children is talking to right so that is also a part then 
as uh, we are talking about cyber bullying so cyber bullying can be done on online gamings as well right so playing video games it's good right and it is a very popular activity 70% of youth under the age of 18 play video games right now it's more than 70% right even uh, like people above, above 18 they also play games right so there are multiplayer games right so whether they are played on a computer game console or handheld system smartphone tablet it allows users to play with people they know in person and others they meet online right and 65% of video game players of all ages they say they play with others so there are many types of games right right now playing video games it can impact players cognitive emotional and social skills and it can also help children and teens to enhance their problem solving and uh, strategizing skills multiplayer team games it may help you uh, learn how to cooperate with others and the people who play video games they may also imp improve their motor skills and creativity right like uh, there are lots of games right which will uh, ask you to find out the path where to go so it increases your thinking capacity right uh, it increases your uh, creative thinking so that is a good impact but there are risks as well so while you are uh, gaming is having potential for positive benefits it is also a place where cyber bullying can happen so if someone is not performing well in games so other players may curse right or make negative remarks that can turn into bullying or even exclude that person from playing together anonymity of the player and the use of avatars allow users to create alter egos or fictional versions of themselves right and it is a part of the fun of gaming but it also allows users to harass bully and sometimes gang up on other players so when players are anonymous it can be difficult to hold them accountable when they bully others and use the game as a tool for harassment some players may use the game as a means to harass others to get their personal informations like uh, usernames and passwords they can even make others personal information available online right which is known as doxing right and it can doxing can compromise not just the information but their parents information as well right so it can make them targets of bullying and harassment right so how you can prevent playing the game with your child or observing the game to understand how it works what a child is exposed to in the game then checking in periodically with your child about who is online right uh, and who is playing the game with them and which gaming communities social media or apps your child uses helping your child to set the privacy and security settings for their games and apps and then teaching children about safe digital behavior including not clicking on links from strangers not downloading bots or clicking on links in gaming forums right uh, establish rules about how much time a child can spend playing video games right 
keeping an open line of communication about your child's digital life right then you as a gamer what you can do if you are experiencing cyberbullying right so tell the player who is bullying to stop block the player who is bullying from the game and defriend them and on social media and in gaming communities right report the player who is bullying in the game group team platform community or developers right take a break from playing the game tell a parent or trusted adult and get some uh, support right so these are the things that you can do so as i as we are discussing about cyberbullying so cyberbullying it can uh, happen in multiple ways right so examples based on real life uh, experiences it can provide a deeper understanding of the tactics used along with other risk factors bullying can increase the risk of suicide related behaviors cyberbullying can be relentless increase the likelihood of anxiety and depression right and some states have chosen to prosecute young people who bully for criminal harassment right uh, sometimes it is seen that people are like they are encouraging someone to die by suicide some forms of cyberbullying are forms of harassment that cross the line into criminal activity some tactics uh, like occurring in dating relationships and it can turn into interpersonal violence right so a group of students got into trouble at school for being drunk right and they accused a girl who knew nothing about it of reporting them to school officials so they started texting her day and night uh, posted hateful messages and other students saw their messages and joined in harassing the girl so she was bullied constantly via text in person at school so she eventually shut down her social media accounts and changed her full phone number still the bullying at school continued right so that's something that happened right then uh, there was one other case that students they posted negative comments on another classmates social media account commenting on his clothes and sneakers which was not they were not expensive uh, named brands most of them they they were wearing so they called him poor and continued bullying him in the school so the, the boy missed many days of school trying to avoid the harassment and embarrassment right so that's also something that happens right so that is one more case for cyber bullying right then what can be the effects of cyberbullying so it's mental health right and emotionally 
you feel ashamed or losing interest in the things you love right physically tired right loss of sleep uh, experiencing symptoms like stomach aches and uh, headaches right so these are the symptoms so the feeling of being laughed at or harassed by others it can prevent people from speaking up or trying to deal with the problem and in extreme cases cyber bullying can even lead to people taking their own lives so it can affect in many ways right so but these can be overcome and people can regain their confidence and health right now how to find out if you are being bullied online first thing physical harm is an undeniable sign of bullying right so it includes punching hitting or striking name calling spreading rumors other uh, other verbal harm right then bullies commonly target others based on their uh, gender race religion or anything it can be right so recognize the physical signs if there are any right uh, notice if your if the person invades your personal space right consider the ways that can cause pain without hitting you making loud noises pointing bright lights at your eyes uh, and uh, bullying if person is doing uh, something and it, they are making fun of it right so that is what that is the case of cyberbullying now when we are talking about bullying so bullying can be uh, offline and online right so on offline bullying when we are talking about offline bullying it is also uh, associated with the term ragging right because when someone hurt you by saying some inappropriate words uh, like mostly seniors bullied the junior students just to show them they are very cool right so that is offline bullying and online bullying related to social media platforms e email and much more so in online bullying uh the person will be bullied and the other person who are bullying both are invisible on virtual platforms they are doing it right so the person makes a fake profile to hurt someone's uh, self esteem so mostly uh, many of the times it is seen that girls face it a lot right the online bullyings uh, and boys who show them uh, love and make them trust on them and then they blackmail the girls right so this is the real story associated with the online bullying which is shared by one of the teacher during the interview of a girl right who was being bullied by a gang of boys right so that happens a lot so if you are getting a friend request like even if it is for all for everyone not only girls not only for uh, the boys but uh, if you are receiving a friend request and you don't know that person and you start talking to each other then you are sharing numbers and everything so that happens right so that is the example right 
so someone will uh, like may blackmail you right that may also happen right so from the study it has found 50% of persons suffered or suffering from cyber bullying they face it mostly at school level right so in india cyber bullying status is not very good 75% of cases were reported in last uh, 2 years you can say against cyber bullying and some of the cases are unsolved and mostly cases were not reported so person who is bullied sometimes undergoing depression trauma and they were sometimes it leads to suicides so if a girl harassed by a boy online that is just narrow mindset we call it correct from the pandemic the cyber bullying rate went up great perfect correct so this is cyber bullying right now the thing is that if someone is bullying you right so what can be done is there a punishment for cyber bullying so most of the schools they just take bullying seriously they will take action if you are being bullied by other students so report it to your school right people who are victim of any form of violence including cyber bullying have a right to justice and offender will be held accountable so laws against bullying particularly on cyber bullying are new and still do not exist everywhere that's why many countries they rely on other relevant laws right uh, related to harassment right so it is important to remember that punishment is not always the most effective way to change the behavior of bully sometimes focusing on repairing the harm and mending the relationship can be far better right and prohibit communication from a specified person and restrict the use of electronic devices used by that person for cyber bullying right that's what you can do right so these are the things which you can do now how to report cyber bullying now in india there is there are helpline numbers there are different foundations right where you can just report if someone is doing cyber bullying right any harassment so if i share the link i have shared the link in the chat this website will help you in finding all the places where you can report cyber bullying
Yep. Great. Then there are websites like Stop Cyberbullying, right? So that is a website of US government. Yep, iCall is also there. And the website that I have shared. Right? Then uh, there is cyberbullying awareness action and prevention. So the cyberbap.org and cyberbullying slash reporting. So victim details, bullying details, impact details and submitted. So some action will be taken against the bully. Now there is a checklist, right? Uh, for Australian government, right? So Australian government also uh, just gives a checklist, right? So if the cyberbullying fits that checklist, and the service or platform does not remove the harmful content. It can be reported to eSafety, right? So that is also a website for the people who are from Australia, right? So this is how you can report the cyberbullying, right? Great. Next thing, morphing. Heard of morphing? Mm, great. So there are lots of applications that we use. Right? So act of manipulating or blending images to create a composite or hybrid image. Right? So transforming the facial features or body of one person to another. So it results in seamless and realistic morphed image. So it is not harmful, but it can be misused in various ways that give negative consequences. Like there were uh, lots of applications, right? Uh, I don't remember the names of the application, but that application showed that how you can, uh, how you will look like when you are 60 years old or 70 years old, when you are like an old person, right? So that's just for fun. That is also morphing, but it is just for fun, right? Now, there can be different kinds of images, right? So how morphing can be harmful? So it can be non-consensual morphing. Right? Right? So what is that? Morphing, it can be used to create explicit or images by blending someone's face to another person's body without their consent, right? So this is a form of image-based abuse 
and it can lead to emotional distress reputational damage and harassment of target individual right there can be fraud and identity theft right so you might have seen like there are lots of applications right in which uh, you are speaking but uh, the image is of someone else right and that image is moving and you are uh, whatever you speak that image is speaking that same thing right there are lots of applications yep seen that that application So you are singing some song and uh, someone else is just, uh, you can use someone else's image in place of it. So that is what, that is also a kind of morphing. Now this thing, it's, uh, it's new to you guys. I think uh, you might have seen in the applications only this thing, right? So back uh, many years back when i was uh, working into the artificial intelligence domain so at that time this came right so it is a library in artificial intelligence which used to do this right even there is a artificial intelligence uh, tool and the libraries that we use right so chat gpt is just for chatting right there are libraries like opencv2 related to the ai and the camera and all so even if you are looking at your right or even if you are not looking at the camera like sometimes people feel right it's it's just created for those people whenever you are recording something and uh, you cannot concentrate directly on the camera yeah correct that nvidia uh, library that came right so you will just only uh, you are seeing somewhere else but it will adjust your eye to the camera right so that is one more good thing right that can be done right right but it can have bad impacts like identity theft can happen so it can be used to create fake identification documents, manipulated images, fraudulent purposes and uh, these documents can be used to deceive individuals, institutions or system potentially leading to financial loss or identity theft, right? Then uh, there can be misinformation. And manipulation. right so it can be used to create fake or misleading images that are shared on social media or other platforms contributing to the spread of misinformation and these uh, manipulated images they can be used to manipulate public opinions or create confusion right uh, so many of the times we have seen with uh, not even with us but with the politicians it happened a lot that someone changed the image 
someone changed the background uploaded it so now the whole bad information is uh, going right bad some bad information is being followed by uh, the people right and it is uh, like hate feelings are being spread right so that is also done through morphing right and morphing is a technique which is used to create deep fake videos right now deep fake videos are what uh, when someone's face is imposed onto another person's body to create realistic but fabricated videos right so deep fakes they have potential to cause significant harm by spreading false information manipulating public figures statements or inciting conflicts right so that is what that is morphing uh yes pranali we can detect if there is morphing done or not right so what we do we the image that we found we reverse engineer it right the way someone has morphed it we reverse engineer and find out the real image so cyber fraud or cyber scam or you can call it online fraud as well so these are criminal activities which are conducted through the use of technology right uh, targeting individuals businesses or organizations for financial gain and it involves the manipulation deception or exploitation of the trust of the individual personal information financial resources uh, so cyber fraud can take various forms right it can be uh, done through phishing right phishing is what where fraudsters they impersonate legitimate entities like banks online services or government agencies and attempt to trick individuals into revealing sensitive information like password credit card details or social security number so it is done through deceptive emails or text messages right then there can be identity theft so identity theft it occurs when someone wrongfully acquires and uses another person's personal information like their name social security number financial account details without their consent and cyber criminals they use this information to commit various fraudulent activities right now uh, back in the old days when we used to purchase sim cards right so we used to give uh, our voter ids uh, or any identity card right government identity card and photos right so when you purchase that at that time you were not having this uh, this thing of like fingerprint and something like that right nowadays you purchase uh, the sim card so you have to give your fingerprint as well but back in the old days it was not there you just give your uh, voter id and the 
and your photos and done you'll get your sim you don't know that with that voter id many people have purchased sim cards on your name this happened a lot in real then there are online scams so there is a wide range of uh, fraudulent schemes that tricks victim into providing money or uh, sensitive information now what kind of scam is going on nowadays uh, you have electricity bills right you have to pay electricity bills so what will happen a text message will arrive on your phone or on your parents phone that you have not paid your electricity bill yet right and for paying the electricity bill click on this link and pay the bill otherwise your electricity connection will be cut right these are the things that are going on see uh, electricity department they never ping you on your uh, as like uh, text message they will either call you or they will send someone to your home if uh, someone has not paid electricity bill from last one year so someone will arrive at your home right for checking that yes uh, are you there and if you are paying the bill or not right so that's the thing right so these types of scams are happening right uh, then lottery scams are there a lot right so you might get uh, text messages that you have won a lottery to claim the reward click on this link right so i have won a lot of them as well right so like i have uh, won like millions of dollars in those lotteries right so they always say like whenever they will uh, send or someone will call you so they will always say that uh, you have won a lottery of this much amount and you just have to uh, pay the fees right uh, some fees like 2000 3000 5000 right and if you pay that then done right then there is a fraud which is known as bc business email compromise right so it is a fraud which targets businesses and organizations the cyber criminals they impersonate as high ranking executives or business partners and they send fraudulent emails to deceive employees into wiring funds or disclosing confidential information right
then there can be online auction fraud right so it happens in online marketplaces or auction platforms so many like you might have seen in uh, facebook there is marketplace as well where you can purchase second hand items and everything right uh, olx that is also one example right so scammers they post fake advertisements for products or services they request payment but they never deliver the item right so victims lose money without receiving the promised goods or services right so that is one more thing then uh, you all use instagram a lot right or sometimes you use it now in instagram there are uh, advertisements like for purchasing like sometimes jewelry or sometimes clothes or sometimes uh, sneakers in a very low price right many of the pages are there believe me those pages will take money but they will never deliver and they will never reply back to you so uh when we were in college so it happened with one of my friend so he ordered something and uh, they said that it's of around 2900 so he paid 2900 rupees and then after that after four or five days when the order was not delivered he just pinged them again on whatsapp that my order has not arrived they asked the uh, that order number and everything and when they asked uh, that they said that there are shipping charges also so you have to pay like uh, 700 or 800 rupees more and then your order will be delivered so he paid those 700 and 800 rupees again and then that phone number was switched off no contact nothing right so you should not uh believe on all the advertisements that you are having right then there are uh, frauds related to advance fee as well so it is also known as 419 scams right or nigerian prince scams right so it involves the promise of a large sum of money in exchange for a small upfront payment or personal information so victims they are lured to believe they will receive a financial reward but they end up losing money right and they share their information as well so that is one other thing that you should take care of right there was a scam there is still going on uh, and it's going on uh, i've not heard it in 
Indian market yet, but it's in US. So what happens uh, whenever you go to gas station, right, or petrol station? So at that time you swipe your card. So once, uh, like, uh, there was a person, uh, one of my student, and he was having like his wife was having uh, his card. So she just went to the petrol station, filled the petrol, swiped the card, and that card was copied as soon as she uh, just swiped it, right? And once the card was swiped, so someone else got the details of that card and they were using that card for almost four months right and the person who used that card he, that person was traveling like somewhere in middle east sometimes in vietnam india everywhere right so from that card the payment was happening all the flights were booked right so that was around forty thousand dollars which were uh spent and then they found it right so these kinds of scams are also going on right then in india this scam is all this scam go is going but it is in atms right this is known as an attack which is skimming heard of skimming Now skimming is what you went to ATM, right? Uh, this is the machine, right? This is the screen and there you will put your card and then you have the keypad, right? Where from where you will enter your pin, right? So what happened? Uh, you just put your card in the machine, right? Now that place where you put your card that place has an extra covering to it and that covering is put by someone else some attacker or some uh, some of the person who is doing the scam right so that extra covering just reads your card and copies your card then the numbers the keypad that you see this keypad is also not original but this keypad is a keylogger right keylogger is what uh, let's say keylogger is something where it is where you are like logging the keystrokes whatever keystrokes you are making it's being logged right it's being recorded so attackers they put a fake keypad and a device a fake device in the place of your uh, uh, where you put your atm card right and then you put the card your card is copied you entered the pin pin is uh, recorded now they can withdraw money from your account very easily this attack is known as skimming.
right so there was skimming on in atm machines and there was skimming on the swiping machines right see uh, what was happening uh, attacker will put a fake device here and a fake keypad here in the atm machine so the fake device will record your atm card and will copy your atm card and the fake keypad will record your pin you will be able to get the amount right whatever amount you are withdrawing you will be able to get that but after that you will have a message that this much amount of money has been deducted from your account because they have recorded everything now attacker will be getting money out of your account right so that is skimming this is also happening clear so these are your cyber frauds and cyber scams now jantara is what when we are talking about jantara it is a movie related to this only the financial frauds that are going right so these financial frauds what they do it is a place right it is a place in india right which is related to all the calls that you get right so what happened uh, like there are people who do what they do calls right they make calls and they will call you and they will say that hi we are talking from the bank and you your credit card has been disabled uh, for uh, the security purpose right so do one thing uh, share your credit uh, credit card details your credit card number right your cvv and expiry date will verify you and then there will be an otp by which your credit card will be renewed right so pe people who don't know about this scam they will just uh, share the information and their money will get lost now one of the biggest frauds that you you will not even understand if it is uh like in real a fraud or is it a fake thing like it's it's a real thing or it's a fraud you won't understand it there are things which are too good to be true
right now what are those two good to be true things so i got a call uh from sbi bank that we are talking from sbi and we want to give you a credit card i said okay then they said that we have a policy for you like we have an offer for you if you purchase the credit card now you have to give uh 10000 and then after that you will get uh like two vacations free in which uh like in a year and every vacation can be of maximum 10 days right and that vacation the the whatever you will spend and your hotel rooms and everything will be on us right so bank will pay for that right so it was too good to be true no bank will do that right and then what i did uh, i said okay so they said that yeah just do one thing go to the portal of sbi bank now if someone is asking you to go to the portal of sbi bank then you will think yes it is real it's not fake right so if you are logging into your uh, to the banking portal you will say that yes it's not uh, it's not a fraud so i went to the bank portal then uh, uh, then uh, they said that in the banking portal go to pay and do one thing search for this so they gave me a name of any enterprise and that enterprise name was actually registered with the bank so on the bank website it was showing the name of that enterprise and i just it clicked my mind that why i'm paying any enterprise the money i'm not directly paying the bank but from the bank website i'm paying to any uh enterprise right but uh i just con uh, continued the call i said yeah i'm there so they said now enter ten thousand and click on pay so they said i said okay i've done that then they said no we haven't received the money can you confirm i said yeah i have done that so then after that uh, she became angry and when she was angry i got to know that it is a scam and all of her uh, like 10 15 20 minutes she was on a call with me and were wasted right so she was angry she said do whatever you want you can and these kinds of things right that i said i will report uh, so she said do whatever you want you cannot do anything and then she dropped the call so that's how the things are happening nowadays right so you should be aware about it that what things are happening and why they are happening So these are financial frauds that are happening nowadays, right? Then matrimonial frauds, heard of any matrimonial frauds?
so after posting an impressive online profile on matrimonial site uh, posing as a prospective bridegroom fraudsters they befriend women or men they use uh, voice changing apps to pose as a parents of the bride or the groom and when talking to the woman they are trying to con now once they gain confidence the froster asks the woman to transfer money into their bank account stating an emergency and then they disappear without a trace right so the cycle continues right so that is what that is matrimonial fraud how can you protect yourself from that ignore request to send money and report the mat- matter that authorities to the authorities immediately never give your financial uh information like credit card number right to any of the people you befriend on the internet right now be aware of a person who quickly asks to contact from a different email id or messaging service ask for your address do a criminal background check on the person meet person in public places inform your friends or family about where uh, and who you are meeting so these are the things that you can do right so that is what that is matrimonial fraud right then there are frauds which are related to jobs seen any of the frauds great people ask for money for jobs yeah correct part time money so we have seen those advertisements a lot right so you came across an online job listing from a very well known company offering work right and work from home jobs is it too good to be true is the company really the company it claims to be right so scammers will try to recreate the legitimate company's website by altering the web address so if you are not looking closely you may not realize that you are on a scam website so the real company will look like this and what if you are getting like this so both are infosextrain.com one is info-sec-train.com right so when you are looking at the fake website the company address is this so it is a subtle change it could indicate that you are not on the company's real websites so scammers will steal photos and images from real companies they will create social media accounts 
emails and websites they try to make job seekers feel safer when in doubt so do your own research for the company information contact the company directly right then they can uh, do the frauds the job frauds for gaining access to personal financial information right and this is one of the oldest and most well-known scam tactic in the books so even the most tech-savvy job scammers they use this method because it still works right so before you start a job you need to give your employer your social security number right and most of the companies they pay salaries direct deposit so you will need to share your banking information too so if a company is asking you for this information early or wanting your bank information before they can offer you a job so the job is likely a scam right then uh, communicating through the chat so some scammers they use telegram or whatsapp to communicate and conduct fake job interviews with job seekers right so it is rare to actually secure a job or conduct a job interview with a legitimate company through social media platform or chat platform so if you are approached through chat be sure to request that they will give you a call and do research before interviewing and see if the result has any red flags right then there should there can be google doc as well right so very less known scams they include inviting you or mentioning you in a google doc that you won't you won't normally use so the name may or may not be someone you know and the little uh, document will look legit right so pay close attention to the email used to send the doc as well as the links that may be included so these scams will provide a link for you to click on start earning now right so if you click on start earning now so the scammer will earn a lot right and then uh, it's not completely out of the norm to have to obtain for your own home office equipment so job seekers they do not uh, need to do so prior to being hired many scammers they will ask for uh, you to send money for the equipment needed to perform the job right and they will say that it will be reimbursed in their first paycheck but nothing happens right there can be wire transfers there can be unsolicited job offers right uh, online reshipping right and do you guys know there there is a scam going on with the post office as well you know that everyone knows post office right what is post office so what is happening you'll get a call from post office 
like they will say that we are talking from post office and there is a parcel for you someone sent a parcel now that parcel is stuck because of some uh, problems in the address and uh, the postman was not able to find out your address so he like came back and submitted it in the post office now once found that uh, this happened so you will think like people thought that yeah someone may have sent a parcel for me so they will say that if you want this parcel again we will just need the delivery charges now right so we'll have to input delivery charges so pay this much of amount and your parcel will be with you right then sometimes you get a call that you have a parcel from somewhere but it is stuck in customs so we have to pay the custom duty pay the custom duty and your parcel will be, will be sent to you right that is one other thing because we we order things a lot uh, online and even from outside india right like shoes and everything so like if you go to the website of shoes like nike's and all so they will be shipped from vietnam or singapore right and there are chances it will get stuck in the customs so attacker has a very good chance that you will fall in the trap right so this is what this is a fake tool that attacker has deployed perfect now the next one that we have is fake service operator now what happened uh, one of the person I know right like my he was my student so what he did like he was getting uh, whenever he was calling someone right he was getting a like the operator was saying that you don't have enough balance you don't have sufficient balance right to make this call so he said that I have the balance so I want to talk to the customer care so he called the customer care right but it was like uh, that number which was uh, what we say like toll-free number right so whenever you call on toll-free number they those toll-free numbers they are always busy yep you, you have seen that like it's always busy right so what it did he thought let's find out some uh, mobile number 
so he found the mobile number on google right and how he uh, just believed them because the phone number was of the his uh, nearest airtel store right so his uh, nearest airtel store was there and he just uh, believed it and he made that call so he called them he said that i am getting this uh, problem that whenever i am calling calling someone it says that you don't have enough balance but i have uh, like balance like nowadays calls are free you just have to do the data recharge and you are getting calls free so i am getting that so that person who was on the other side he made he convinced him that your mobile phone has a problem the airtel service does not have a problem but your mobile has a problem so it was a fake website created we got to know like he told me and then we discussed and we found that it was a fake website from which he got the number so he said that yeah uh like okay if it's the problem with my phone what can i do so they said that there is a software with the name any disk right that you can download on your mobile phone and it is a remote uh software so just give us the access of your mobile phone we'll check and he believed he gave them the access right he downloaded the application gave the remote access now after going through everything all the settings and all after uh, like 5 10 minutes they the person the scammer said that okay we uh, saw your phone it's fine so we have deducted 5 rupees from your phone pay just check and let us know now he said no i don't didn't received any message for that so he said you can check your phone pay and then let us know so the phone was the, like under control of the attacker like he was uh, having remote connection of the phone and the person like he just opened his phone pay entered his pin checked the balance he said no nothing deducted they said okay no problem we'll check it on our end they got the id of the phone pay they got everything right uh, like the pin of the phone pay and after that uh, after 5 10 minutes he got a message that 17000 has been deducted from your account so this is fake service operator scam going on so whenever you are searching for any operator make sure you are not uh just calling on any phone number because they will make you fall in the trap right and you will believe them right it's not that you know about it but it may happen that you will fall in the trap like everyone falls in the trap like this many of the people 
even after knowing they have done this mistake right so one thing that you should do is don't believe anyone right then we have is fake jobs on telegram right so in telegram also there are lots of jobs going on right you will get messages so like i have lots of examples i've seen uh like i was telling you like one of the person he found job a part-time job so in that job you have to watch the videos and for watching the videos you are getting money right so it was a great work like at night uh, when you are back from office after that you can watch the videos so what happened uh, they said that you have to watch the videos but you have to give thousand rupees once you give those thousand rupees to me uh, we'll send you the videos watch them and let us know once you have watched so he said okay so he gave thousand rupees and he watched the videos came uh, went back and said yeah i have watched all the five videos right and then what happened he got 1300 in return right so he was happy like one day 300 rupees it's not bad right so again he said okay now next what i have to do he said they said again you have to watch the videos the more you watch the videos you will get the money and the more money you will pay so you will get more money so he said okay this time five thousand he gave five thousand great then after giving five thousand uh he watched the videos went back he got like uh seven thousand two hundred rupees in a single day again not a bad deal right so there was a group a telegram group in which there were people and they were saying that yeah i got one lakh thirty thousand in five days i got five lakh rupees i got that much so everyone was talking about it right so that's why he believed because there were lots of people then after that he said okay i want to make it more so he gave directly 30000 rupees they said there is a slot for 30000 rupees for 30 you may get uh, 50 to 60000 around double right so he said okay if i'll get double then it's fine that's great so he paid 30000 then after that he watched the videos went back and there was nothing no phone number no page no users in that group nothing he tried to call that number no one was there right so these kinds of scams are going on you will feel that yeah it's fine it's working and we have that all the things right but still it is a scam
so you have to be aware about these scams right great now when we are talking about these scams so how can we report them no you cannot catch and we don't have cyber security team right you just can report them right once reported if found then even not your money will be back because uh, there is no policy for that in india right as i was telling you about the united states scam uh, the skimming scam in which you swipe your card and then your card uh, someone else was using so that person whose card was uh, used so $40,000 were uh, deducted so the government gave it back because they thought that it is the responsibility of the government and the bank to take care of it that where the money is going right they should ask they should have asked the person that if you are spending this money or not so they gave the, that money back but here i i don't think there is any law for this okay so how you can report you can go to internet crime and complaint center the ic3 right uh, for us if you are a us citizen and you are you want to report any cyber crime that happened with you something anything that happened right so that you can just report right then there is there are other websites for reporting right there is us cert right us department of homeland security so us cert gov.in right that also you can report right so this is one other way of doing the things cyber security and infrastructure security agency that you can also check yeah so now in india you you have a phone number as well yes this one Na national cyber crime reporting portal 1930 right you can call on that right so that number is good then what else how much aware about you guys are about this great geo the government like my government dot in slash stay safe online right that also you can just visit right perfect then there is 
वन मोर साइबर स्वच्छता केंद्र एज यू सेड राइट दैट ऑल्सो यू कैन विजिट राइट सो विद दिस यू कैन रिपोर्ट राइट so these are the places where you can report safety commissioner can help you in reporting as well right and safety commissioner will help you in finding out the culprit right so e safety commission there is there like there was a website that i shared with you right e safety commissioner right from uh, australian government right so it can help you in cyber bullying and uh, illegal restricted content if it is there sent to you then also uh, image uh, based abuse or adult cyber abuse any kind of abuse that will be reported there right great perfect then if you want to report the abuse right so these are the places right and then this was it right so all these are the things that you can just follow just to be safe